everyone's getting excited about NFL free agency, who the Packers could go out and add. But the most impactful player they add in 2024 might not even be available. We might not even know the Packers have the chance to go get them. And that's part of the fun. You are locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. And today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app today, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first ticket purchase with Game Time. Reports out of Tampa Bay have Antoine Winfield Jr. likely getting the tag. And this was a reminder to me, and I want it to be a reminder to you, that free agency, at least trying to project it right now, is a fool's errand. Because so many of the players that Packer fans are pining over, I I was trying to go through the list of like, okay, Jordan Fuller, why would the Rams move on from him? Okay, Patrick Queen, why would the Ravens move on from him? And, And the more I went through it, the more I went, It seems like a lot of these guys, the guys that Packer fans are salivating at the chance to go and get, are probably not even going to be available. And if you go back and you look at free agency, the historical hit rate in the draft, for as much as we call the draft a crapshoot, the historical hit rate of the draft is higher than free agency, which doesn't make it, at least like wide receiver, for example, but a lot of these cases because... It is such a compressed market. And in the draft, you get time to develop. You have the the, the incentives are different. The money is different. You also look back at the Packers' history. Devondre Campbell became an all-pro after being signed in the middle of the summer. Rasul Douglas went out and played at a Pro Bowl level for multiple seasons in Green Bay after being claimed off a practice squad. Dontavian Wicks, Zach Tom, Kingsley Barre, guys who were late day three picks coming in and having a huge impact on your team. The guys that are probably going to have the most impact on the Packers in 2024, we don't even, we can't even project it. Because they're probably not in free agency. The Packers could go out. They could go out and they, they could sign somebody for sure. They could do that. It, it may even be smart for them to do that. But if you go back and you look at the history of Brian Utekinst, it says that he will continue to turn over every stone. And this NFL personnel department, 
The guys scouting everyone around the league. We talk a lot about the draft and scouting the draft and all and, and the importance of that. And that is, of course, important. But the Packers have thrived going out and finding other people's trash and turning it into their treasure. Maybe there's a trade to be had. We know the Packers are interested in, in the trade market. They're always in these conversations, as Brian Gutekinds loves to remind us. What if rather than in a David Bakhtiari deal, and there was some confusion over what was said versus what was reported versus what was speculated, what if what if the Jets say, actually, we'd like to include a player versus a pick, and it ends up being a player for David Bakhtiari, a player you hadn't even considered being on the table? Who knows? And and I I you know this is not to say don't get excited. I w- I would never tell you that. I am I am the person who comes on this show every year and says, just because you love a player does not mean the Packers will or will not draft them. I promise you, your draft crush Packers Twitter draft crush has no bearing on whether or not that player will be drafted by Green Bay. Have your draft crushes watch the highlights. You go watch the tape if you want. Bang the table. Pound, pound it. Have fun. That's part of that's part of being a fan. That's part of this game that we love so much. So if you want to pine over Patrick Queen, by all means. But what I'm telling you is understand that even if they don't do that, don't, don't let the not doing of that. Make you say, oh, well, they can't get better then. Because they've proven that's not true. And this is a different kind of offseason than last offseason and even the offseason before that. In that they're they're back to being in the mix, being in the middle of this. And Brian Gutekinds has shown, whether it was Snacks Harrison, whether it was taking a flyer on someone like Jalen Smith, he is willing to just throw throw money at the problem throw opportunities at the problem and just say let's try this let's see how this is going to work and maybe it will maybe it won't but but go out and actually try and do something give yourself an opportunity to do something those 2020 and 2021 seasons they they were aggressive about trying to bring in guys in the bio, I guess it's not a buyout market, but someone gets released. You bring in a Whitney Merciless. It didn't work out because he got hurt. This is a, an offseason where I do think the Packers, T. Higgins gets the franchise tag, maybe try and trade. Mike Evans, he's a voided contract. Throw a bunch of money at that guy. Like it's not even not even something on the radar here, really. And then it might just be the case that you get somebody on a post-June 1 or someone gets cut in July because of of salary situations. They get a rookie, they they come in and camp and shows out. It's like, well, do we really want to pay this guy $12 million a year to play? Maybe not. Cut. He wants to come to Green Bay because he wants to be a part of what Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur are putting together. It It is important that we remember that 
free agency tends to be overrated. And that there are going to be momentous moves made for good or for ill later in the process. In April, in the draft, in the summer for signings, there could be trades. Who knows? But it's not the end-all be-all. And in fact, in a lot of cases, trying to chase that player in free agency only leads to sticker shock. And when you're the Packers, you know, they can create some some space here. They don't have a ton right now, but they can create some. David Bakhtiari, DeAndre Campbell, some other, some other restructures, some extensions. And they can really, they can really have an opportunity to be aggressive if they want to be. But that doesn't always mean just going out and paying someone at the top of the market. And and I think that that is an important lesson that we have to remember as we move forward here. In in a somewhat similar vein, I I think this season was a great example of why. We can't hold on to our draft day and our pre-draft takes too hard. I'll explain what I mean in just a second on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Game Time. It should not be a hassle for you to go out and buy tickets to an event where presumably you're going to have a lot of fun. You don't want the ticket buying process to be a pain for that. Just It just... Sets you off on the wrong foot. Game time is here to help. They've got deals and tickets right up to the start of the event. In fact, even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute deals. Plus, they have exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, more. And game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Think back to how you felt the night Jordan Love was drafted. It was a difficult time. That 2020 draft, a world of uncertainty. You're stuck at home. Jordan Love was not the guy coming off an NFC Championship game. Wasted opportunity, right? And now it looks like an inspired choice. Think of how you felt the next year on draft day. Aaron Rodgers, never going to play for Green Bay again. He wants pelts on the wall. They go out and they get Eric Stokes. Looked like a great pick at the time. He had a great rookie season. But you have this lingering drama, this, this black cloud over your organization. And... 
you know, for, for all of the harbingers of things to come that that was, ultimately that gets resolved. And not only does that get resolved, Aaron Rodgers plays not one, but two more seasons in Green Bay. Maybe we got a little stuck in that moment. Think of how you felt draft night the next year. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt. For me personally, not the most inspiring choices. I know there are a lot of Packer fans happy about it, but I just mean a lot of people felt like, okay, they needed to go get a receiver. They needed some help in these other places. What are you doing? Sammy Watkins can't be the only thing. And I think on both sides, you go, well, you're disappointed. Look at what happened the next day. They trade for Christian Watson. Then the rest of the draft, they go get Zach Tom. They get Romeo Dobbs. They get Kingsley and Ibarra. They get this, this cornerstone group of players. And the people that were happy about Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, at this point, you're going, I don't know how to feel about it now. We went through the needs last week, and, and Quay Walker was one of the lowest graded players on the defense. Devontae Wyatt, still, I think, not worth what they what they paid in terms of draft capital to get him. A lot of the takes that night turned out to just be flat wrong. Think of 2023. Lucas Van Ness. Now, now, if you're following, you know... The size, speed, all that's like Lucas Van Ness was a tailor-made Packer type. I didn't, I didn't love the value. I understood the talent immediately. But they could have had Jackson Smith and the Jigba. That was that was what all of the if you were mad about the LVN pick, it was, well, look at who they could have had. And then on day two. Could have had Jalen Hyatt. But then you trade down. You trade down again. You get Luke Musgrave, who looks like he can be an awesome player. You get Jaden Reed, who is already an awesome player. You add picks that become Dontavian Wicks and Carl Brooks. Oh my God. Goody, the master. But in the moment, you're like, oh, they could have had Jackson Smith and Jigwe. They could have had Jalen Hyatt. I didn't love the Jaden Reed pick. <laughs> I was pretty wrong. Not, I'm not too proud to admit that. And so this is, again, similar to the conversation that we opened with because it is a reminder that while we can fixate on these things in the moment, and, and it is also important that we separate analysis of the moment to how things turn out. Because in the moment, something can have been a right or wrong or or at least a logical or illogical, a wise or unwise choice and end up working out or not, right? You can make an unwise decision that ends up working out. The Bears made an unwise decision passing on CJ Stroud, trading that pick, but it works out because they get Bryce Young to Carolina, they stink enough that they get the first round pick again and now they get to draft a quarterback who has the potential to be even better. Certainly as a prospect is considered a better prospect than C.J. Stroud. Is Caleb Williams going to be better right away than C.J. Stroud or ever? 
I don't know, man. CJ Stroud is like a top 10 quarterback already had one of the all-time great rookie seasons. Is that going to be Caleb? I don't know, but I'm just saying there is, it is important. And it is why we, after the draft, are most looking at process. What was the process like? How did they handle the factors that they could control in the moment? But it's why we can't hold on to those draft day opinions too long. Once a player goes to the league, you are what your tape says you are. Not what your draft status says you are. Not what the the Twitter scouts say you are. It's what you put on film. Jaden Reed is a dude. Jaden Reed was... For my money, the most consistent receiver on the Packers last year. And I think from start to finish, the best. Like I know Romeo Dobbs in the playoffs came up big, made some highlight reel catches. And if you look at some of the numbers, like his his yards per route running against man coverage among the worst, like second, I believe second worst in football. The advanced metrics that ESPN does, that tracking data that they have, he 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 charted out as one of the worst regular players in the league as a pass catcher. So, and I don't, I'm not saying he is that. I'm just saying you are what the tape says. And it can be easy to get caught up in the hype and, and your feelings, the way you felt about a pick at the time. And I, I like to think personally that I have gotten better at saying, I have to set this aside. Now, I I would say I'm much better at if I thought a guy was going to be bad and he turned out to be good, it's much easier to be like, well, I was wrong about that, right? Because the good is good. It's good that they turn out to be good. I think it is harder to admit when you're wrong, you think someone's going to be good, Josh Jackson, and they turn out to stink on ice, Josh Jackson. That is certainly a harder thing to come to grips with. But it's just as important. And for the Packers, it is uh, something that they have to deal with every year. They're going to they're gonna believe in guys. And it's going to turn out that those guys can't play. And you have to be willing to move on. And I think the Packers have shown, certainly in the Brian Gutekunst era, because they are more willing to use free agency, to use, use other tools other than the draft. Ted Thompson, one of the, the tack-on effects of being a draft and develop only organization is... You almost have to stick with your draft picks longer because you can't add bodies or you're you're choosing not to add bodies any other way. So you have limited resources every year to say, well, if he can't play, we only have eight draft picks to replace that guy and we may need to, to use you know five over here and if we don't get anybody until the sixth round, that guy's got to keep playing. Ladarius Gunter, Quentin Rollins, Guys, it was just clear could not or should not be starting players having to continue to play because the team organizationally and philosophically refused to say, let's find some other avenues. That's not Brian Gutekind's, but the team has to be just as willing to say what we thought on draft day, once these guys are in the NFL, get over it. And I think it is also a good reminder for us As we move forward here and you make those draft day proclamations. And look, this is my job. I have to come on here in front of a microphone and put it on wax. This is what I think of these picks. 
I will never back down from giving my opinion of those moments. But my my suggestion, my advice, my my kind prodding is that we remember how often we're wrong about that. And to not just not get not get too worked up about it. Not get too worked up about it. Like we'll see. Like give it some time. And and, and in that case, it's even better, in fact, because if you're if you're right, you get to enjoy being right longer. And if you're wrong, you get to stew in oh man. You get to you get to stew in it. <laughs> but then you but you can wait. You can wait two years, three years. And only then do you have to admit I was wrong. You get to keep going, no, 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 no. Early on, after a year, two years, no, 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 no. Josh Jackson, he might come around. Come on. And then eventually you have to give it up. But I think the patience there, it allows you to elongate the victory lap if you're right. It allows you to push out the admission of wrongness if you're wrong. But also, it helps us frame this with context and say, look, number one, it does take time. But number two, how we feel in that moment has no bearing on how they play football. They're not going to play football for you know six months after that, four or five, whatever the math is. And so let's not get too caught up. Let's not hold on to those pre-draft evals too tightly. Because once they're on the field, that's the only thing that matters. We got a mock draft Tuesday, baby. We had Trevor Sycamore on the show yesterday. If you missed that, go check it out. Let's do a mock. That's next on Locked on Packers. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. All-Star Game was an abomination. But hey, maybe Damian Lillard getting in a groove, wins the three-point contest, wins uh, All-Star MVP, get his, get his confidence, his mojo back, and can lead this Bucks team to a title. We'll see. He, he pointed it out the last time a Bucks player won All-Star Game MVP. They went on win the title, Giannis, a couple years ago. And FanDuel, you want to bet on the Bucks? FanDuel wants to give you some bonus bets. 150 bucks in bonus bets if your first bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. I wanted to have a little fun with our mock draft today, and, and in the spirit of not wanting to constantly repeat what we're doing. I thought, you know, what is something that that we often talk about in the pre-draft but aren't really doing right now? And and the reason I was I was thinking that is sort of like what is different about this offseason? What what frame of reference is is off? And and all of these draft picks 
got my brain moving. I saw a tweet that was like, the most draft picks in the top 100. I think the Packers have the second most. And I'm like, cool, you you throw a bunch of draft capital at the at the roster and just see what sticks and you can always churn it over on the edges and they have the money to sign all these guys and don't worry about it. And I thought, well, okay, well, what about going the other way? What about packaging some of these picks and going up? And what having these extra second and third round picks allow you to do is package them and keep a second and third round pick. You can take your first, a a second, and a third, and you can get into the top 10 pretty comfortably, especially if you use 41. 41 from the Jets has become an extremely, an extremely valuable tool for the Packers. If you just took 41 and packaged it with 25 and used the Rich Hill trade chart, which is sort of the updated Jimmy Johnson chart, you put those together and 41 plus 25 should, you know, this is variable, should get you between nine and 10. That's how, that's how you just, 25 and 41 should get you. Now it depends on if the quarterbacks are there. If someone thinks you're coming up for JJ McCarthy, they're going to want more than that. But let's say no one wants that or JJ McCarthy's off the board in that range. Could you go up? What could you do? And so I was sitting there watching, watching guys come off the board. And at seven, the Titans, they need a lot of help. That's a team that's got a lot of needs. So I said, okay, how about 25 and 41? And because I had to get to seven, I added 88. That gets me almost exactly. It's a, it's a little less than what seven should be worth. But it's right there. And go up and get Roma Dunze. And we talked to Rome last week at the Super Bowl. And I was blown away by him. Just, man, I, I'm, I'm going to be so annoyed if he is a bear. Because he's, I think he's going to be, he's an incredible football player. He is such a, a just a like naturally cool guy. You just like talk to him and you're just like, damn, this guy that charisma, that it factor, he's got it. And I, I think that he is that number one receiver and a, a type of receiver the Packers don't have. He can win vertically. He's got the speed to do that at 6'3", 215, but he runs routes and his body control, he is, there are, are a lot of similarities to me with Jordy Nelson. Very similar in size, faster than you think, though he was not used to the same vertical threat as like Jordy in 2011. And then the body control, the ball in the air to go get it. Find it. Contort your body. Now he's better in contested catches situations than Jordy ever was. And to me, it's like, just go get a guy who you can throw it in his area and he can come down with it. Jordan Love, Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed. Go do it. And the, and the cool thing about it is I gave up a first, a second, and a third. And guess what? I'm going to I'm going to come out of this draft and still pick a first, a second, and a third. This draft capital gives them so much flexibility. At 57, I go get Darius Robinson, the senior bowl standout, can play inside, can play 
Outside, he's a monster at 6'5", 290 plus. He's huge. He's nasty. He's powerful. He can rush the passer. He can be a sub-package interior rusher if you want him to be. He is a no-doubt 4-3, 49ers style defensive end. But you can also reduce him inside in third-down situations and let him rush the passer. The kind of player that I think the Packers would be interested in regardless of how the draft played out. And then at 91, you grab your linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Bloodlines, Clemson program, Blue Blood program, a little undersized, but can move. I I don't expect Devondre Campbell to be on this team moving forward. They need to buoy this position a little bit. It'd be nice for them to pick a guy Jeff Halfley will have seen him a couple times playing, having played in the ACC. Defensive coach, is he scouting for Jeremiah Trotter? No, but he's in those rooms where they're talking about him when they're looking at him and, and seeing what he's doing. They got to grab they got to grab a linebacker at some point. So I I would like this, I would like this draft a lot, frankly. And, and it's a reflection of one of the reasons why I like the exercise is it's a reflection of their flexibility that they have. Maybe they don't, they maybe they don't package a one, a two, and a three to move up to seven, but maybe they just package a one and a three or a one and two twos and move up. And you still have two threes or a one and you're you're worse of your second and thirds. Like it just gives them so many permutations, so much ammunition to go and 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 really targeted approach to this draft if they want, or they just spray and pray. Just take use all the picks. And hope you have a couple players who hit. That's the fun of this. Back tomorrow, a lot more here on Locked on Packers. Uh, we've got a what's next coming for Matt LaFleur. Uh, we've got a what's next coming for these receivers. I want to talk to our pal Eric Crocker over at Locked on 49ers about this defense. Former professional corner, Eric Crocker. So a lot of cool stuff coming your way. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, uh, you know you know the deal, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and whenever you want to come hang out with us live, YouTube, go subscribe over on our YouTube page so you can stay locked on Packers. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.